Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton Thompson. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported more than 3,000 women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. Together, we'll break your past patterns and eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you're having an amazing day. I find that I'm recording in the evenings pretty much exclusively, which is so funny because it used to be that I would never record at night. (laughs) In fact, I rarely worked at night because I'm just such a morning person. But this is life right now. So when I come up here and I put on my headphones and I start recording, it's like, Adult time. Hi. (laughs) I can take a deep breath. This feels like the easiest part of my day. So I am really looking forward to connecting. Isn't that funny how that happens? Like literally, I've noticed the past couple times I've recorded, I'm like, hi. (laughs) How you doing? You know, which for you, you might not be in the wind down period of your day, but I am. We've got a lot to dive into today, specifically the questions that came in today or for this week were largely about the season of weight loss that I'm in and what that looks like and what I'm doing to rehabilitate my core. I'm sure most of you have heard of like core and pelvic floor work, uh, rehab, and I've been really working on that. So what that looks like, as well as what my workouts look like. So we're going to talk about that, but we're not just going to talk about my personal journey. We're also going to talk about staying focused on your goals and your sub goals and some strategies for that. But before we dive into all of that good stuff, I am giving away GBX protein and I'm going to give away two of them uh, because for this month, the month of December, Amari is, they've they've come out with like a holiday seasonal flavor, a chocolate mint flavor of the protein, which I am beyond pumped about. But what's even better than that is they have a BOGO on the protein. We're obsessed with the protein in this house. Chris drinks it every day. I drink it every day. And Roman drinks it. Um, you know, we certainly don't make him his own shake. He doesn't need that. But he always has some of ours. He loves it. And uh, when you buy two of the chocolate mint, you get another flavor of your choice free. So you can choose the regular chocolate, vanilla, salted caramel, uh, or the chocolate mint, or they also have pumpkin spice. That's right. I hate pumpkin anything. Like I just don't get that craze. Um, But if that's your thing, I know pumpkin spice is a very popular thing. If you use the coupon code MYPROTEIN, all one word, MYPROTEIN, and you get two of the chocolate mint, you get a third GBX protein for free. I'll put the link and all that information in the show description, but I'm giving away two of the GBX protein today, and I'll announce the winner at the end of the show. You could win, just leave a review of this podcast on whatever 
platform you listen. If I sound kind of scratchy and hoarse, it's because I'm scratchy and hoarse. Um, Charlie has a virus. We ended up in the emergency room last Friday, not yesterday, but Friday before. Um, ended up in the emergency room with her really early in the morning. To be honest, I don't even know why I'm getting into this. Oh, my voice. Yeah. I probably could have waited till the pediatrician opened, but it was like 4.30 in the morning. Pediatrician didn't open until 8. And she's so young and so small. And her adjusted age is only a few weeks old. And I've just seen firsthand with my daughter Dagny how quickly things can go sideways. And Charlie and Piper are so immunocompromised because they were so premature. They were born at 27 weeks and spent 93 days in the NICU. Um, I just didn't want to chance it. And they say that... If a newborn has a fever over, I don't remember what it is, 100.4 or something, to go in, and she did, and she just seemed really uncomfortable. So anyway, all that to say, um, she has a virus. I have a virus. So far, Piper and Roman and Chris are all good, but, you know, I'm pretty sure it's going to make its way around. I feel pretty, pretty okay. I'm, I'm not one, like, look, if I get the flu, if I get this, if I get that, like, it's fine. Not a big deal. I'm not. It's not going to take me out. Uh, It's not going to slow me down. But for Charlie, I definitely worry about that kiddo. But she's doing great. She's doing great. So we're going to keep it going that way. All right. The first question says, I'd love to hear more about your weight loss journey and how you're managing it over the holidays. I know you've already covered some of this, uh, but anecdotal experience seems to land so much better. Then there's a second question about approaching the new year, which I'll get to in a second. So if you didn't listen to my episode about the holidays, it aired a couple of weeks ago. Let me pull up that episode for you real quick, Um, because that's a huge one if you haven't uh, tuned into that. So that's episode 1035. 1035. If you have not listened to 1035 and you're thinking about the holidays and weight loss, please, please, please go listen to 1035. Let me talk about how I'm approaching weight loss and how it's going and all of that. And then I'll speak specifically about the holidays. The challenge for me right now is intentionality and taking the time to plan and execute a plan only because I've got Roman who's 18 months and the twins and all of their appointments and feeding them and pumping and not sleeping and all that kind of stuff. So to combat that, because that's not a barrier, right? That is a challenge, but it is in no way a barrier. There are very, very few barriers. And that mindset matters so much. It's not a barrier, it's a challenge. And when we have challenges, we just have to say to ourselves, what can I do to make this easier? The big thing for me is having great healthy foods in the house and prepping things ahead of time when I can. So that could be I have five minutes and I'm pumping and I grab two packages of chicken thighs, raw chicken thighs, and I pop them on a baking sheet, sprinkle them with salt and pepper and bake them in the oven because realistically that takes less than five minutes of time to pull out the cookie sheet, to put a piece of foil on it, so that I don't have to wash it, of course, (laughs) you know, dishes. Uh, Take the chicken out, put it on, sprinkle salt and pepper. It literally is maybe three minutes, maybe three minutes. And that three minutes means that I have 
you know, 15 chicken thighs. And sometimes lunch is two or three chicken thighs. <laughs> there's not a, there's not a salad. There's not a side. There's not anything like that. Cause it's just the season of life that I'm in. So when I'm grocery shopping and I do my grocery shopping online and then somebody picks up the groceries, either Chris or me, or sometimes my mom, if she's headed this way, um, I'm thinking in terms of what can I cook in a big batch that I won't mind reheating, reheating. So a lot of times that's spaghetti squash and I'll cook two or three spaghetti squashes at a time and I don't mind at all reheating that. Plus I'm always thinking what can I also use for Roman for lunch and for dinner and for breakfast and all of those kinds of things. So I generally, I don't, cook my food all at once. It's not like in one day I'm carving out a three or four hour block and I'm cooking ground beef and spaghetti squash and chicken thighs. That doesn't work for my life right now. It's Roman just went down for a nap. I'm holding one twin, the other one's sleeping or Chris is feeding the other one and I have the time to pop the squashes in the oven or to um, cook up three pounds of ground beef. Ground beef is another one that I just make sure that I have it cooked and ready to go. Sometimes I'll put it on top of the spaghetti squash. Sometimes I'll eat it all by itself. When my sister was here over Thanksgiving, um, I had a half an avocado and some ground beef for breakfast. Personally, I'm not, I used to be the kind of person that felt like breakfast needed to be like orange juice and cereal. That was a very long time ago. Uh, Now I don't really associate specific foods with specific times of day. I don't routinely eat ground beef and avocado for breakfast, but that's just what worked that day. So the key for me, I don't buy food that, I try not to buy food that I either don't like to eat reheated or that I have a pattern of letting just spoil in the fridge. We all have those things. A lot of times for me, raw vegetables are things that spoil in the fridge. There are some exceptions, but it's also a seasonal thing. Like um, right now, I'm not going to cook up Brussels sprouts and I don't like reheating Brussels sprouts. So even though I love Brussels sprouts, they're not on the the menu right now. But spaghetti squash doesn't go bad in the fridge, right? I don't even keep it in the fridge. Once I cook it, I do, of course. Um, But I don't mind reheating it. So know thyself. What do you continue to throw away month after month after month because it went bad in the fridge? Stop buying that crap. Stop buying it. Really learn from your own experience. So we have a short list. I try to make up a big batch of chili uh, once a week or every other week. But that works for me so that I know we always have things to eat. The enemy of weight loss when you're really busy is I don't have time, so let's just go out and eat. Like I said, it takes me three minutes to cook to prepare to cook all of those chicken thighs. And I'm not thinking about it at seven o'clock at night, right? That's something I'm doing at 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm doing it at two in the afternoon. Um, So that is a huge one. In terms of going out, that's become very, very easy because (laughs) we haven't been out to eat since the babies came home. Um, But when... I certainly have gone through seasons of fat loss where I go out a lot and I am one of those people that really believes that you can eat for fat loss while you're out. And if you're doing it in a way that it feels like a sacrifice or it sucks, you're doing it wrong. I would rather have a meal at a restaurant 
that if we look at it on a scale of one to 10, where one is like, um, you know, fried chicken and French fries and 10 is a salad with no dressing and grilled chicken. I'd rather go for the food that's like a six or a seven than go for the food that's either a one or a 10. You know what I mean? So that might mean that I'm getting a charcuterie board or one, I don't know why this just popped in my mind because we don't do Italian a lot, but uh, there was a season when I was married to my first husband, he loved this Italian restaurant near us. And I was in the like heavy throes of my, of my fat loss. And it was not the perfect fat loss friendly meal, but it was a heck of a lot better and super, super enjoyable, a heck of a lot better than like getting a big plate of pasta. And it was also something I really enjoyed. So I didn't feel like I was missing out. I would get this um, like chicken and broccoli in a white cream sauce that was normally served over pasta. And I would just have them serve it over extra broccoli. So sure, cream sauce, not necessarily ideal. Sure, it's loaded with calories and all sorts of things. But having that over broccoli made me look forward to going out to eat and feel like I was having something that was indulgent and a treat, but it wasn't pasta. Um, So there's always a way when you're eating out, but really look at what is sustainable for you. When it comes to where I'm at with fat loss right now, it really is not just right now, but in general, it really is 90% nutrition. There's no amount of exercise that is going to facilitate fat loss if you're eating trash. So I always, in a given day, my priority is always nutrition. Always, always, always. If I can get the workout in, amazing, but that is not the primary driver of of fat loss. Uh, there are a couple, let's just dive into the questions about workouts now so we don't just skip, skip around. Um, I am right now lifting weights three times a week, which honestly feels like, uh, it makes me feel like a superhero when I get three workouts in a week, when I have, you know, the twins <laughs> and Roman and uh, trying to get work done. That's just a really awesome number for me. There was a season in my life where if you told me I was only working out three times a week, I'd be horrified, but that's just a, an exceptional win. And and I want to say that if you're not working out at all and you start working out twice a month, take that as an exceptional win. Don't measure it against some other season of life. Don't measure it against what you think you should do or what you feel you could do. Embrace what is an improvement for you. And for me, going from you know, I wasn't working out at all at the end of my pregnancy because it was so high risk. Um, and there were many more days when the twins were in the NICU that I didn't work out than I did three times a week consistently is amazing. And eventually that will be four and it will be five and that'll be great. But for right now, that's a win. So if you're not working out and you can set a goal to work out twice a month, embrace that, celebrate that, go for it. Don't let that stop you because you think it's not enough. It's more than enough because it's more than what you're doing now. Um, So that is weight training three times a week. What that, somebody said, I'd love to hear more about your workouts. I'm looking for something I can do at home. I don't have hours to work out. So I don't typically like to work out right now for more than 30 minutes. I take Roman out to my, my workout areas in my office and I'll take him out with me. So Roman's with me. He's not going to last for a, you know, 60 or 90 minute workout. And realistically, there's too much that I have to get done. So 30 minutes is kind of um, what I do. And I would say if, if you are something, if you're looking for something you can do at home, I always recommend 
subscribing to a program or a plan uh, or having a trainer that comes to your house once a week and sets you up with a routine, trying to just kind of wing it generally ends up being unproductive. You're active, which is great. You can be doing things for your heart, but in terms of doing things for your fitness, it's very hard to do that if you aren't being strategic. Um, I have worked with trainers for so many years that I feel pretty confident writing my own workouts, but right now I don't have time to write my own workouts. So I recently reached out to a friend. This is what she does for a living. And I said, hey, here's the equipment that I have. Um, can you provide me with three weight training workouts a week? And, and so that's what I'm doing. Um, we might, I just started working with her, so we might, uh, put together something where you guys can access what she does as well, but, um, stay tuned for that. Another resource that I've recommended a million times is my dear friend and former trainer, Morgan Bungers, B-U-N-G-E-R-Z. He does um, virtual training and it's really for anybody at any level. And he's a master of movement because figuring out how to move well and move safely is is really key. Um, but my workouts are weight training only. I'm not doing any like elliptical, treadmill, biking, none of that. Um, absolutely zero. Because I know that uh, what really changes the shape of your body is weight training. So my three weight workouts are usually split. I'm doing some upper body, I'm doing some lower body. And my goal is to work really hard. So at the end of any set of an exercise, I want to feel like it would be really tough to do one or two more reps. I know that a lot of, especially women who work out with weights, not all, but a lot of women who work out with weights are using weights where, you know, if they do 10 or 12 or 15 or 20 reps, they still could do more. You know, they're, they're not challenging their muscles. And I've talked, I've done total episodes devoted to this, but changing your body is about stimulus response. The greater the stimulus, the greater the response, the lesser the stimulus, the lesser the response. Um, so I find that most women are just not working out with weights that are heavy enough. And the reason for that is often because they don't want to get hurt and you're going to get hurt if you don't move well, if you don't know the mechanics, if you don't have good form, which is why I recommend work with a trainer, even if you only work with a trainer for six months um, or six weeks, just until you get the the mechanics down. I think that is so incredibly important. I mentioned that I was doing like a core rehabilitation. So your core, your abdominals, which are not just on the front, they're also on the side and you have abdominals in, in the, like the rear. It's kind of like a think of it like a can, right? It, uh, it goes all the way around there. It's, it's like, um, a, a girdle, if you will. And so often we just focus on those, those front abdominals, but it really is like a can that goes all the way around. And then at the bottom of the can is your pelvic floor. Your pelvic floor is absolutely attached to your abdominals. They work together, uh, along with your diaphragm and many other parts and pieces. And so often, women think that for pelvic floor, just do kegels. And for your core, just do like planks and crunches and sit-ups. And it's just, I mean, that's just not going to get you very far. So after four pregnancies in 2.75 years, um, wait, three pregnancies. Yeah, four babies, three pregnancies, four babies in 2.75 years, uh, my core is trashed. It's trash. When I when I go to do something like a burpee, I just feel it. Like I don't have the same strength that I have there. 
And so I want to rehabilitate the pelvic floor and the core at the same time because they're they're really all connected. So um, Brianna Battles has a program that is core rehabilitation, and I've purchased her program. And a lot of it, especially starting out, it, it's targeted for postpartum, but you certainly could do it, you know, even if postpartum was 20 years ago or if you've never had a kid. Um, a lot of it starting out where I am right now is intentional breathing. So when we ex- like inhale intentionally, a lot of times we focus on our belly going out or if we were laying on our back, we'd focus on our belly going up and we just look at that plane of expansion. But what you really want to work on when you're, when you're breathing in, and, and Brianna does a really great job of teaching this, you want to focus on your rib cage kind of going out like left right the opposite plane of front back you want to expand um like on the x-axis not the y-axis but the x-axis and when you exhale you want to draw up your pelvic floor a lot of times when people do kegels which is why people have been doing kegels forever and their pelvic floors are still destroyed they just like clench right and they're like clenching their butt cheeks too and that's that's really not how we strengthen the core one of the keys that she or the cues that she gives that I think is really helpful um, is like like you're trying to lift a blueberry with your vagina so when you're exhaling you are drawing it up Versus like clenching and tightening. That's not really going to help. Another cue that she gives um, that I had heard long before I purchased her program just by following her on Instagram was like zip up your clit. So imagine that there's a zipper from your clitoris all the way up, like all all the way up as far as you can go. I, when I envision it, I envision that it goes from like that pelvic region all the way up between my breasts and it's not like this intense tight zipper like it's it's a calm controlled drawing up so a lot of times it's breathing exercises that are focused on that way of exhaling so you're 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 flaring your your ribs kind of out left right on the x-axis not just breathing in to push your belly out. Uh, And she also talks a lot about relaxing the abdominals because so often we just tense them and we're trying to suck in and suck in and suck in. And that just puts extra pressure on the pelvic floor. No bueno. Nobody wants that. Um, So her, her, program is a few days a week. And, and I'll be honest, I, I just do it for like two minutes here and two minutes there when I get up in the morning. So I get up at two in the morning to take over with the twins. Um, they have to eat every three hours. And because there's two of them, it's not like you can just like sleep through the night and then just wake up to feed them because by the time you, I have to pump and then I have to put the milk in their bottles and then I've got to wake up one and change her and feed her and burp her and give her 15, 20 minutes to settle her down before I put her down and then do the other with the other. Like there's just, there's no point in just like sleeping and then getting up every three hours because it ends up being kind of a two hour ordeal. Um, so when I get up at two, when I have downtime in between feedings, I might spend, you know, five or six minutes doing some of the exercises from that. And then a baby needs to be held, so I stop. Or I need to pump, so I stop. But I probably do her stuff instead of a 20 or 30-minute segment 
once a day. I probably do two or three or four or five minutes a few times a day just when I can. Um, even sometimes if I'm sitting on the couch holding one of the babies, I'll, I'll just focus on breathing that way because it's helping to restore that connection between the abdominals and the pelvic floor. So Brianna Battles, um, check her out. I think she's she's really awesome. And again, her programs, even the ones that are marketed for postpartum, are certainly wonderful for absolutely anybody. Uh, real quickly about navigating weight loss over the holidays. My biggest tip is please go listen to 1035 because what you'll realize is the approach doesn't change at all. Um, what I focus on is consistency day to day. I'm not at all worried about what I eat on Christmas or what I eat the day after Christmas. I mean, I don't want to make myself feel crappy, but even if I were to eat everything that's not nailed down, it's not going to deter my goals so long as I'm really being consistent all the rest of the time. And for me, being consistent the rest of the time is about making sure that not only do I have healthy options, but the key is I have healthy options I want to eat and I have them prepared. For so often, I bought foods that were healthy foods, but they weren't healthy foods I wanted to eat. Have you ever done that? Like, they're like, oh, I'm going to get kale. Yeah, there's kale and we should get some cucumbers and we should get this and that. And so you have a fridge full of food, but it's not stuff you want to eat. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're, even if you're like, well, I don't know what healthy foods I want to eat, start to learn. It takes time. Experiment with different things. That's how I learned that, uh, you know, in the winter weather, like a beanless chili is really amazing for me. In the summer weather, I love to do a salad with stone fruit and steak. So I'll make sure that I have those things on there. But the key is make sure you have healthy food, healthy food you want to eat, and it's prepared right? Do not fall into this trap of because you can't meal prep for three or four hours on a Sunday, you can't eat healthy. I mean, that's just totally garbage. It's just not true at all. I've been posting on my Instagram, you know, it took me three minutes to get the spaghetti squash in the oven. And then I walk away and I'm done for 40 minutes. And then I just have to come out, come, come back to it and scrape it out. And even if I come back to it to scrape it out six hours later, it's still done. It's still ready. And same thing with the chicken thighs. Takes me a couple minutes to pop them in the oven and then they're ready. And if they don't make it into the glass Tupperware into the fridge for a few hours, no big deal. I'm probably going to walk by and eat a couple chicken thighs and that's just going to make it all the more convenient. So that's really the key to that. Uh, along those lines, somebody asked, I'd love to hear how you're approaching 2023, what you'll be working on health and fitness and how you'll measure success and hold yourself accountable. So 2023 isn't going to look any different than what right now looks like for me in terms of my goals and my priorities. My health is number one. My family is number two. And that's really where the focus is going. The focus will continue to be weight loss. It won't look any different. How I'm measuring my success is measurements like a, with a tape measure, hips, bust, waist, thighs. Um, and I'm holding myself accountable in large part by what I share here, what I share in the Primal Potential Facebook group, um, being very open and vulnerable with my husband about my goals and my challenges, and uh, but also working with this girlfriend of mine on um, the fitness side of it will, will help me keep accountable because I, I check in and I log my workouts through, through that. Um, 
in terms of my family, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you know, when the, when the clock turns 2023 in our mind, it's really different, but in reality, it's not really different. So not much is changing for me. Um, you know, what will change as we get further from when the twins came home from the hospital is that I'll spend more time working again. I'll find bigger pockets of time to work. And I'm really looking at what projects I want to, take on in 2023. I have a lot of, you know, uh, different ideas. I, I want to do more with helping you guys ask better questions that move you into action. I'm very, very excited about the consistency course and being live with that community. Um, if you're not on the wait list, get on the wait list. Uh, it's going to be opening up here in the next couple weeks. And there are a limited number of spots because I do uh, have a one-on-one connection uh, available to you in that group. So it can't be unlimited. I'll put the link to the wait list in the uh, show description, but you can also just go to primalpotential.com forward slash the dash consistency dash course. Um, looking forward to opening that back up, but yeah, not much changes. And I would challenge you if a lot is going to change for you in 2023, I'd be like, well, why isn't it changing today? You know, if you think like in 2023, I'm going to blah, blah, blah well, why aren't you starting today? Why aren't you doing it tomorrow? I think it's a red flag if your 2023 is going to look a whole lot different, aside from like, okay, you're having a baby or you're starting a new job, obviously. But if if your approach in your day-to-day is going to look a lot different, I say make that change now. Make that change now. Um, Accountability-wise, I think that one of the best things I've ever done for accountability is hiring coaches. I believe in that so much because it just raises the bar. And what do I make money for if not to invest in myself first? Because anything I could invest in my family doesn't land as well if I'm not my best version of me. So that's that's the biggest priority. The healthier and happier I am, the better I'm able to contribute to anybody else around me. Okay, I think we tackled that pretty well. Um, Somebody asked, I would love to hear more about staying focused on your goals and sub goals. My big thing here, because I, I can't tell you how many times I've had these goals and it seems like month after month after month goes by and I haven't really made any meaningful progress. That to me tells me that you, number one, are focused on too many things or you're not prioritizing those things or both, right? So the first thing is simplify. If you are struggling to execute, to stay focused on your goals, then limit your focus to just one thing. Even though I know we all have 20 or 30 or 50 things we want to improve or change or accomplish or begin, but you got to start making progress somewhere. And the analogy I always use here is that carnival game, right? You've all heard me say this a million times before. You go to the carnival and you're standing at the counter and you're playing that game where you have a water gun and you're shooting it at a target. And above the target is a balloon or a star. And if you have the stream of water on the center of the target, the star rises. And if you divert the stream off the center of the target, the star either stops rising or it falls altogether. Well, if you're shooting six or seven different targets, the star on any one target can't really get that high. You can certainly get the star all the way to the top and then move to another target, but going back and forth from one target to the other to the other to the other, it just it doesn't work for most people, at least not at the start when you're really trying to build momentum. So simplify. Like right now for me, it's fat loss. 
I have a thousand other goals. I've got goals of books I want to write and I've got goals of new business things I want to do and I've got things I want to do around the house. But the number one priority is fat loss. If you are simplified already and you're still not executing, you're still not staying focused, then I would look at how you're prioritizing. A lot of times what happens is people wake up and they just fly by the seat of their pants. Like, I got to get out the door because I got to go to work. And then when I get home from work, like, oh, crap, the kids need help with homework. And then I've got to cook dinner. And, you know, if I don't get this laundry done, nobody's going to have clean clothes to wear. And then by the time the kids are in bed, you're just exhausted. You didn't prioritize what you're working on. So do that thing first. When I, before I was married, well, this time around, and uh, before my second marriage, before I had kids, I would work out first thing. Because when I didn't, I found that one thing would happen and then another thing would happen and then the day would go on and it'd be like, crap, now I don't have time or now I'm too tired. And because that was the priority for me, For a very long time, my fitness and my strength was the priority. I made sure to do it first. Now, with something like fat loss, it's not like a box you can check like, oh, I did that fat loss thing today and by 7 a.m. I'm done because it's something you have to do all day. But what you can do is prioritize having your food prepared for that day. You can uh, prioritize accountability to an external person. Like you're not going to forget it if you're paying somebody to hold you accountable to that goal. So what are you doing to put first things first? You can't just wake up and let your day run you and hope that you remember your goals and hope that there's time left over at the end of the day. It just doesn't work that way. So I know for me, with my work, I right now work after Roman goes to bed. But listen, when Roman goes to bed, I'm thinking of a million things. I'm like, I really need to clean up. I want to clean up. I need to take a shower. And for a while, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a shower and clean up and then I'll work. No, because then by the time those things were done, I had more time to talk myself out of work. So literally, I go from putting Roman down in his room to my room where I work. And after that, if I still want to take a shower and do the dishes, amazing. And sometimes that means the dishes don't get done. But you know what? The dishes are a lower priority than me recording this podcast. If I was working out at this time window, I'm not. I tend to work out right now in the morning and I bring Roman out with me and it's time with us away from the babies. Um, But that would be the first thing I do before I shower, before I, you know, put a load of laundry in, anything else. What are you prioritizing? You don't have to prioritize 16 different things, but you've got to do one thing for your primary goal every freaking day. And then you can add it to be two things and then you can add it to be three things if you need to, but you cannot continue to just hope that you're going to find time for it later. You have to be intentional about how you're using your time. I do the same thing when it comes to working out with Roman. When Roman wakes up in the morning, we change his diaper, we do breakfast, and then after breakfast, before we put him in his clothes for the day, we go out to the office, and that's when I work out. Roman plays around, he's you know not hungry, he's not looking for a nap, it's a great opportunity. There are other things we could do. Absolutely, I could think, well, you know what, I should get him dressed, or, you know, I'm going to try and get a couple of work things done. No, that 
is what we go do. And oftentimes it means that other things don't get done, but it's because I've made the decision about what things are a higher priority. And that is something that has to happen if you want to make progress towards your goals while you're living your normal life, because most of us are making progress as we do a hundred other things. Those hundred other things are not going to stop. So we've got to be strategic about how we get things done. All right. I am going to go watch uh, Yellowstone with my husband if I don't fall asleep before it starts. Well, it starts in a few minutes, but if I don't fall asleep before it's over, that is the plan before my 1.55 a.m. Uh, wake-up time to take over with the babies. So I need to tell you who won the two things of GBX protein. Don't forget about that BOGO, honestly. Talk about another thing that makes it really easy with weight loss is one of my meals every single day. I don't think about it because it's just a protein shake. It takes two seconds to make and it takes no time to clean up. There are like no dishes. I just throw the blender in the dishwasher. It's technically a dish, but you know what I mean. I'm not like pans and pots and forks and knives and nope, none of that. Um, and they have a BOGO. So when you get two of the chocolate mint, which is a seasonal flavor, so it'll go away. It won't be available in a couple months. When you get two of the chocolate mint, you get a third flavor free chocolate, vanilla, salted caramel, pumpkin spice, or you could get a third chocolate mint. You just use the code MYPROTEIN at checkout and I'll put the link and I'll put the coupon code um, in the show description. You can also stack if it's your first order. You can stack the code Benton for an additional 10 bucks off. So that would be a huge steal. I bought multiples. I got like six of the uh, chocolate mint. So then I got three proteins free. So we're stocked up and I'm happy about it. Oh, the winner. Jazz Mackin. I think that's J-A-S-M-A-C-K-I-N. Jazz Mackin. Email me, Elizabeth at primalpotential.com. Tell me you were the winner for episode 1044. Include your mailing address. And uh, no matter where in the world you live, I will ship out two of the GBX protein for you. All right, everybody, have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you enjoyed it, make sure to take a few seconds to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening. It not only supports the show in a huge way, but it also automatically enters you into our weekly product giveaway. For more tools, tips, and strategies on creating change, check out my first book, Chasing Cupcakes, and follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Remember, every choice is a chance, and I'll see you next time. Hey, Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building. Visit cons today and find out what invincible feels like.